Hey, listeners. Just want to let you know, we had a little bit of a technical glitch. Just with the first 30 seconds or so of this episode. Don't stress. Be patient. It's only 30 seconds. See if you can hold your breath that long. And by the time that you gasp for air, we'll already be fixed. Welcome to Happiness Simplified Podcast with Dr. Kayvon Kay and Di Manuel, talking about everything that makes life awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Di. Hey, Kay, what's up? Thank you. Uh, oh, a lot of things are going on around, uh, you know, too many balls in the air, and uh, I guess you are in the same situation. Just a little <laughs> bit. So, uh, like many of you... Die and I have very busy lives, especially Die, especially these days, and we thought to talk about time management and how we can get the most out of our day. What do you think, Die? Gives us the concept that time is is something tangible, and uh, Mm -hmm. I really wish that was the case, (laughs) because that would imply that we could actually, you know, get more of it. And uh, so I, I'm a big believer in commitment management versus commitment time management. management. Well, let me clarify something first. You said uh, time is not tangible. Mm. Let me see if I understand it right. Because I always say time is uh, something that you cannot manage because you cannot make it go faster or slower or save some of it or get some of it back or, or you know, redo it or re- in any of that, recharge it. Is that what you mean by time not being tangible? Yeah, it's not a, exactly a physical entity. You can no. just go down in the corner store and buy off the shelf, you know? <laughs> Correct. So uh, this idea of managing our time seems to be like a, like a trick, like an illusion. It is something that just works by itself. We cannot manage it anyway. So therefore, your approach to that is manage your commitments mm. and not go after managing your time, correct? Yeah. So I'm a big believer in time blocking. You know, and time blocking. Looking at my calendar and figuring out, well, what do I have to commit to this week? Mm-hmm. When I say have to, it's really what do I want to? What do I choose yeah. to put as a priority? The results that you want to create this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and there's certain pillars in my life, which we've talked about in the past. Yes. They're very important to me. So I make sure that they get allocation mm-hmm. in my calendar before yes. everything else. Cool. Like family, uh, fitness, faith finances. I think you and I have exactly the same approach and uh, I call it the schedule management and you call it commitment management and I kind of like your term better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, tell me more about that. First of all, what is the definition of commitment for you? Well, for me, it's, it's accountability, right? Like there's certain things I hold myself accountable to, Uh you know, and also commitments I've made to not only myself, but to other people. Give us an example. These are like my health. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm a better dad, <laughs> a better husband, better friend, more productive entrepreneur when I've always taken care of that allocation for my health first and foremost. So yes. health is a foundational piece for me in my life. Mm-hmm. So I know I feel better. Yes. Both mentally and mm-hmm. physically. Yes. When I've incorporated daily movement. You know, mm-hmm. fitness. Yeah. So whether that's a quick 30-minute jaunt outside in, in the fresh air, or is it uh, a, a quick CrossFit workout at the local box? Or a 300. Or a 300 yes. rep workout. You yes. got it. Like, It's just a matter of prioritizing mm-hmm. 
and making that commitment and putting it into my calendar. So I always make sure I block my daily workouts in Correct. my calendar and then yeah. I sort of work things around that. Mm -hmm. So the, the number one on your calendar that you want to make a commitment to is, is health. And as you mm -hmm. said, everything else, you're going to work around it. What else also has a high priority in your calendar? Family. Mm -hmm. Family is crucial. And again, it's, it's quality time where I can unplug and replug or plug back in, but just in the family, you know, like, and that includes sitting down at dinner and looking yeah. across the table at one another and, yeah. and rejoicing in the food that we've just made together, but also just taking time to reconnect after a busy day because yeah. the kids have been in school. Tell me more about the unplug part. What are these steps or what are the things that you do to unplug? Well, look, like even you and I, right, as we're talking to each other, you and I are always accessible in mm -hmm. a way, you know, because a lot of what we do is in the digital space. Correct. So our phones are very nearby. Yes. <laughs> Literally, they're in our hip pocket. And yes. we look at them while we're still carrying on conversations. Meanwhile, we got the podcast recording here on the, the desktop. <laughs> yeah. And we're just plugged in yes. to that matrix, if you will. Mm -hmm. But we've put ourselves in that situation because that's largely where our work takes us as well. Yes. You know, in our communities that we're involved with on, mm -hmm. online, uh, they, yeah. they, we're accountable to them too. We, we have created these communities and we nurture them and we're part of that ongoing narrative. So we're always a piece of you, well, yeah. yeah, but we, we've put ourselves out there Yes, saying here, take a piece. <laughs> yes. This is so, what I do. Yeah, yeah. Take some. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it's also remembering that we have other people that we have commitments to as well. Mm -hmm. And my family's and my wife, my friends, you know, I yeah. think that's priority as well. Yeah. But it, you only have so much time. Yes. Yeah. My favorite button on my phone is the mute. Oh, nice. You know, that, that turns every, every ringer on every, yeah. you know, notification off mm -hmm. and allows me to unplug mm -hmm. so I can focus on the commitment that I have made before yeah. to make it happen. I like that. Yes. And sometimes I even go even further. I'll go to airplane mode even when I am, you know, at home. Like when I do meditate... I have this song that I like to, you know, listen to while I'm meditating from coming from my phone. So I don't want to be disturbed by a text coming or somebody calling me. So it's just a few minutes. But in that few minutes, the phone is on airplane mode. So if anybody needs to reach me, you know, the text or the voice message will get to me. But like in, in those few minutes, I'm in airplane mode <laughs> <laughs> completely. I like that Absolutely. slip you just had there. Word missile. Uh, missile? Yeah, what well, you said, uh, voice missile. Oh, voice, voice missile. message. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes it feels like a missile. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that, but I like it. I like it too. Voice missile. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes they are voice torpedoes. <gasps> you know, oh, because the missile, you can see it coming, but torpedo, you know, you need calm water, yeah, nothing is happening. Right. The thing is on the water. And <laughs> din, 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 coming to you. And boom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yes. But I mean, it, it's also important to note. And I think this is where I'm at right now, especially right. the last few weeks has been building to this this complete upheaval of my life as mm -hmm. it's been for, for a long time. And congratulations time. for that. Well, thank you. Thank I am you. so proud of you and your Thanks. family for doing that. Yeah. Yes. And so for those that might be the first time tuning into this, yes. I've uh, left a career of 18 years as of about five months ago, not even four months ago. And... My wife left hers, and we are moving out, taking the kids out of school, and got a book coming out in the new year, and we're going to be on the road, touring and speaking and connecting with communities both on and offline. And road schooling the kids? 
Yeah, we're road schooling, homeschooling, whatever you want to call it. Either way, we're teaching them. (laughs) And uh, so it's a complete 180 from what I was accustomed to. And I think because of that, it's thrown a bit of extra, well, quite a bit of new dynamics to to learn how to handle, like really how to deal with them. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a little bit. You know, let's call it spade a spade. I think this... You know, would be a very high stress situation, mm. not negative, mm-hmm. but high stress because it's mm. not normal. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's it's definitely not normal for us. <laughs> uh, I mean, our family's always busy. We're always got stuff on the go, but this Correct. is a whole different style of busy. Yes. The commitments are still there. Yeah. But the infrastructure and framework and the regular schedule is not. Yeah. Right. We've basically torn it down to the yes. foundation and now we're rebuilding. So it's rebuilding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that word. I was going to say that, yeah. but I'm glad you said it. <laughs> so it's uh definitely taking its toll on me. I, I know I feel pretty uh worn down to be honest. And mm-hmm. um but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I just it's just tired. It's just because it's like wow, always from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed it's like go, 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 go. I got yeah. this, 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 this. <sighs> Which is a good thing. And, yeah. you know, to make it easier to understand, because I think I understand what you're saying, it's like the um, the farmers and the harvest season. Mm. Because the rest of the year, they can't work harder and faster and, you know, more hours to make the harvest season easier for themselves. Mm. Harvest season is harvest season. You know, the harvest needs to be done right now. So in, in a harvest season, farmers are working like 18 hours a day right. for, for that season, for that time period. They are waking up. I don't know, four in the morning, they go back to bed at 11.30, and it's the same day, Same thing. They, they can't afford a sick day. They can't afford to be tired or take a day off or another. Harvest season is now here. You got to do it. And uh, they have that mentality, and they do that, which allows them to have, you know, easier the rest of the year or, or manage their time like that. But harvest season is now. The move is happening so we got to do this. So in future, things are happening easier and better. So kind of like a, a work hard now. So everything is going to be easier later kind of a thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. So you're in the middle of your harvest season right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had one of those big turbines that did it for me. But that's uh, <laughs> yeah, all good. But with you and your, your coaching clients and your productivity clients, yeah. Uh, what are some of the exercises you do to identify or help people identify where they need more management as, as far as commitments are concerned? And that, yeah. like, how, how do you, I, I think my biggest thing, and this is probably a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. is when is it okay to say no? And how do you determine a no versus a yes? Right? Uh, Cause I think that's also a, a big reason why I'm feeling the way I am right now. Is, correct. You know, you see those bright, shiny objects, mm-hmm. squirrel, Squirrel. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I get distracted and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a great opportunity. I should probably explore that. And when you look at this, the time that's invested in exploring it, I think, mm-hmm. and sometimes I come to a no anyways, but Correct. still you go through a, a due process yeah. and uh, those additional tracks ends up being a U-turn for me, but I've wasted a lot of time mm-hmm. in getting there. So I guess yeah. I, I'm speaking openly on my own personal experiences, but I'm curious how do you deal with that with your clients? Yeah. And I'm sure people that are listening right now would love yes. some tips and guidance on, on that front. Well, thanks for that question. There are a few concepts and ideas that they uh, lend themselves to this whole management. One is the word priority is a singular word. It's not priorities. It's priority. Mm. Yeah, we have different aspects of our lives, like personal or 
spiritual or work and all of that. Yeah, you can have one priority for each one of those. But overall, in each area, you have only one priority. The number two is uh, I go as black and white as possible. It's like this. You can have everything you love in your life if you get rid of everything that you don't. So I don't use the word like. It's either I love it or I don't. You know, black and white. If it's a yes, 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 or it's a no. You know, I was talking to a client the other day, and he was saying that he, um, you know, basically fired some clients because they are not, they were not that beneficial. And I said, you know what? I'm glad you did that, and you removed some waste. And he was hesitant to use that word for the clients that they are not a match for his business. And he he was saying, you know, that's not a waste, and we did this and we did that. And I'm thinking, you either get your ideal client. Or anything that is not your ideal client, because that's not your best version, that's not the best match, should be considered a waste. So that gray area in between, I try to avoid it like a plague. <laughs> you know, it's either black or white. Is it a high yes or is it a definite no? <laughs> you know, so making that threshold, bringing that threshold line a lot lower, is is my trick because you basically end up doing a bunch of things that they are highly valuable. And they highly benefit your goal and your priority and everything else that is kind of helping or not helping or going the other direction. They all get filtered out by having that, you know, threshold low. And we know the average is going to be for every yes, there should be about nine other no's. So just by paying attention how many things I say no to, we can find out if we are in doing it in a you know, the right balance between yes and no. For, so for every yes, there should be nine no's and every yes has to be in congruity with my highest or high priority. So there are many other things that they look good, but they have to be a no. And here's another thing. I know I cannot be trusted. Hmm. Nobody can be trusted to make a decision when the, the, the opportunity is in front of us. The decision, that filtration method, that black and white thinking should be done in advance. So if it meets this, these criteria, if it's so-and-so-and-so, it's a yes. If it's not, you know, it's a no. But if when we put things in front of us and we want to uh, try to make, make a decision at that time, we are very good at convincing ourselves, yeah, I can work this you know, around this, or I can fit this in, or, you know, this kind of helps, so I'm going to say yes to this, and basically convince ourselves to to make that compromise. But what I'm saying is that decision-making and that criteria choosing should be done well in advance, considering what is our highest priority, where we're going, and what's the highest value. Make sense? Yes. I get that. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I guess there's a lot of gray area in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, in everybody's life, that's yeah. that's the whole journey because... Too many maybes, not, I guess. Too many maybes. This is, uh, this is not a switch to turn on. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of having just a few less maybes every day. So it's, it's a, I guess it's a journey that's a constant progress, constant practice to get to it. Because guess what? Those maybes, which is our mind convincing ourselves, they always have a new trick. You know, the trick that we overcame yesterday doesn't apply today. Today, we have another new way of convincing ourselves. Yeah, maybe I can work with this too. <laughs> so it's kind of a like a martial arts samurai kind of a practice, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, but it's like that. But yeah, I actually, at one point, 
I realized the source of a lot of suffering in my life, the negative, very strong negative point of view that I had of myself is because I'm living in the gray zone. Everything is in the gray zone. And it had to do with me trying to be true to myself or try to live to other people's expectations. And trying to do that, you end up living day and night for decades in gray zone. And I was, you know, miserable. But fortunately, I had that realization in the middle of all of that negativity. And, uh, you know, I basically asked myself, hold on a second, is that really true? And I realized, you know, every time, every success that I had, everything that made me happy in my life, because I did it my way. I was Kayvon, I was me. But everything else that didn't work out, it was one of those maybes, and I was trying to make other people happy. So these two have a very strong correlation in my life. I don't know if it's the same for your life or other people's life, but it's like that. So um, I know it inside me. You know, let me give you my definition of regret. Regret, I regret the things that they didn't turn out good. And at the time of making that decision, I kind of knew, you know, inside. But I convinced myself to do it anyway. Then when you things don't turn out right, you realize, you know, eh, I knew it. I do not have a problem with the things that I didn't know at the beginning and I went for it and it didn't work out. It's a mistake. It's a lesson. But regret is the things that I knew from the beginning. So uh, more and more listening to and trusting that intuition or gut feeling, feeling or whatever you want to call it, avoiding those missiles <laughs> or torpedoes. So uh, we know. It's just a matter of giving it a second to look at our uh, gut feeling, listening to and paying attention to how, how our body is reacting to things is a great indicator for me. So yeah, that's, that's how I go about it. And um, I read something today that it was very simple and easy. It said, be you, the world will adjust. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like so that's it. And going through all of that, it by no means it uh, creates a predictable stable life because that would be boring you know by nature we should always be changing things and changing things around and you're making one of the big ones so that's why i'm congratulating you because all of that whole process allows us to go through things whether being our you know objects clothes things about life friends it's a like a audit process hmm. do i really want this in my life or don't or don't i it's a it's a black and white thing and limitations like how much space do we have in the car are our friends so limitation and restrictions are a good way to manage what we say yes and what we say no to hmm. it's like this if you only had one hour per day you know that, that's a question you ask me how i work with my clients that's a question i ask them if you only had one hour per day to work what work would you eliminate Okay, and so many people say email or this and that. So there is that highest valuable work that you do every day that is, is about productivity. So having that time limitation, I don't have eight hours. I only have one hour. What would I do or what I wouldn't, wouldn't do? So things like that, limitations, they help us. Black and white thinking, yes, no, being ruthless, just cut things out, say no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like that. And it takes practice. Yeah, it is a practice, you know. Um, Every day is easier, but practice. And as I said, uh, there's, there are always new tricks. Hmm. I love that. It's yeah. great. Did, you know, 
Um, any of that made sense to you? <laughs> it did. Yeah. It did. I mean, it's a, it's a great exercise in, in also self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, really, when you start to look at what creates the biggest stress in your life. I think yes. a lot of us, it comes down to that that feeling that we just don't have enough time. Correct. And I think it's it's not like we don't have enough or don't have, uh, or that we have too little. Yes. It's just the fact that we've got 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. How do we divvy it up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it's really being, you're right, getting yep. right to the, the nitty gritty and being open and honest with oneself. And like, you know, this, this is important to me. I've got to fit this in. Yeah. I want to fit this in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big differentiator. And yeah. for me, it's... Uh, it's been a lot of shiny light syndrome. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. You know, yeah. you just said the keyword. It's the it's want. Yes, I want this yeah. just because I want this. That's it. Yeah. So I need this. The word this would be good. You know, that those those are all no, have to go with. No. I want this. I'll yeah. do it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I, the, I the better framework. This is good. This yeah, is good. and these are the frameworks of what we should do. But I'd like to ask you to think of an example of something that didn't work out. Like you had the, the way that I'm going to say yes to these things and no to those things. And some shiny object came up and you said yes to it and you shouldn't have and didn't work out. Can you give us an example and then how you noticed it and what did you do after? And, you know, what was your reaction to it? Yeah, well, you know, I, I do a, a fair bit of I've got an agent and mm-hmm. so I go out for auditions and I do a fair bit of catalog work and stuff like that. Right? Yes. And I also want to work with certain brands. I do uh, some of their, their ad campaigns and whatnot. I, I guess my agent, she's very good. Mm-hmm. Gets me a lot of auditions. Yes. But when I read what they're looking for and I actually dive into it, like I know she just wants to throw spaghetti at the wall. Mm-hmm. She'll get her whole roster out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're a male, certain look between a certain age and that's what they're asking for from that generalized perspective she yeah. send the whole roster out to audition I mean yeah. it's in her best interest she just wants to get at least one on the gig because yeah. she gets paid so I this guess is how the business is done yeah, it is yeah. and I get it and I totally get it but I know a lot of times when I'm going on these auditions I'm like no this is just not a fit for me I mm-hmm. like I already know so sort of what you talked about earlier mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of time there's travel time yes. there's waiting around time then there's the audition time and sometimes they want a callback, and even the callback, and I'm like, nah, this is second go around at something I already think I'm not going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So do you choose them based on how much resources they're going to take from you? Uh, I do. I, I've started to do that. Uh-huh. Um, I've had to revisit that. And, and even talking to Christy, you know, mm-hmm. my wife, it's just, is this really a good one? Is it, what is the potential win on this? Like, mm-hmm. how is it going to be a benefit? And, and it's that cost-benefit analysis, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. Like. And my time's got a direct yes. <laughs> uh, value to it. Correct. And uh, so I've started to say no uh, a lot cool. to, to opportunities that present themselves on that front and be a bit more selective of which ones I want to go after. Mm-hmm. You know? And then there's been other times where I've had a campaign opportunities to work with certain clients. And, you know, if the clients aren't willing to do a fair bit of lifting, it's hard yes. to help them. Right? Mm-hmm. Just like you with your, your, your clients, mm-hmm. like your coaching clients, it's... It's great. You can give them all the systems and the tools and the theory. Yeah. But they still got to go and put it into action. Yeah. And if they the practice do it, doesn't happen, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. lip service. Yeah. And yeah. so there comes a point where you have to decide, like, okay, well, is this a win-win for everybody? And if it's not, well, I'd rather invest my time somewhere else. Yes. You know? And uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess those are a couple of situations where I found uh, cool. I've been able to come out of it by looking at it a bit more black and white mm-hmm. as you say yes. so, you know yeah. what what is it that i have a hard time saying no to what 
books, mm-hmm. new books and new podcasts and new ideas. You know, every once in a while I have to just go delete a whole bunch of podcasts that I subscribe to. And, you know, they, they end up, you know, gathering again and uh, I end up with too many podcasts that I don't have time to listen to. So just mm-hmm. the other day I audited the, the subscription to my podcast because it was too many that was crashing my phone. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so I got rid of a bunch or every time I go to library because they do some, some work in library because it's uh, not only changing the environment, but also it's quiet and, you know, I don't have all of the distractions at home and, yeah. and this and that. Um, so I always end up seeing books that, oh, I would love to read this. I would love yeah. to read that, you know. I, I uh, borrow the books from library and I have to renew them like four or five times until they don't allow me to renew them anymore. And I haven't even started the book yet. So when it comes to new ideas, new books, new podcasts and that sort of thing, new sources of learning, I have a hard time saying no to. I guess that's my addiction. And uh, having that under control and I do that, I control that by let's say, c- committing for a period of time to a certain topic. Let's say, I'm just going to talk about, uh, listen to and read about marketing, and that's it. Yeah, sales is nice, uh, entrepreneurship or this and that. Yeah, if I put it this period, I'm focused on one topic. Or sometimes I go one author. Maybe they have a bunch of books, so I just commit to one thing, which is actually the main thing that I'm going to talk about. When is it? Tomorrow night mm-hmm. here in, in Vancouver in, a, in an event. The topic that I'm talk about, going to talk about is called power of focus or, or power of intentional focus, which is bringing everything to one idea, one word, you know, as I just said, one topic like marketing or one author like Mr. So-and-so, hmm. like that. So making it uh, a one word kind of a thing is, is my trick. Hmm. I love that. Because that's so easy for me to make it black and white. If it's not in that word... Okay, sorry. We'll get back to you later. <laughs> Fortunately, we live in a world that we can bookmark things for later. Yes. Yes. So that list of one day maybe is long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use yeah. Evernote for. Man, yes. I clip everything and uh, gosh, I got a lot yeah. of stuff still to go through. <laughs> yes. But the good thing about Evernote is that they have a very strong search algorithm. Oh, it's amazing. So when you're uh, searching something on Google... It gives you, oh, you already have these things clipped in your Evernote and they're related. Or you said something in Evernote and other related stuff come up. And uh, uh, I know someone who um, uses that technique to write very rich um, blog posts. And I'm kind of guessing that you're, that's your technique too. <laughs> I like <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So um, I liked our conversation today. Yeah, me too. This was a good one. It was. It was great. Yeah. So um, until next time, um, see you guys around. And as usual, please let us know what you think. Put your comments and feedback and send us emails. And we love to hear what you think about time management, resource management, schedule management, commitment management, saying yes to things, saying no to things, all of that. Let us know. Hoorah! (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happiness Simplified Podcast. Stay awesome.